Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, Michael's back. Uh-huh, Michael's back. Oh, 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 you know what time it is, right? It is time for the Mom and Michael Hour with my son, Michael Battle, all the way from Los Angeles. Hi, Michael. How's my son well, doing? Hello. I'm hey, fantastic. Now. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, son. I'm doing well. Okay. So, you know, I caught that little flu from your nieces and nephew. Um, yeah, yeah, something's going around. It is going around for real. It's in schools. It's, you know, I mean, I've been hearing from people all over that are just going, oh, my gosh, the stomach flu. No fun. Lasted about three days. I'm so glad that's over with. It is not pretty. Oh, my goodness. I don't care you how know, much it, you can it, put it, lipstick it, on that, and it still ain't pretty. <laughs> it's not pretty. <laughs> so it, it isn't here in L.A. right now. Though. I mean, we, I, I'm not seeing that go around. We have, like, a weird sinus infection going around, a basic cold going around, obviously COVID. Um, but I'm not hearing about that weird short-lived yet uh, very unpleasant, as you mentioned, something from happening here. So I'm glad it has not uh, crossed over to the West Coast quite yet. Right. It's really quite remarkable. But I am doing great. I am over it. Thank goodness. Great. <laughs> hey, Michael, I've been meaning to ask you, um, you know, you still go out a lot to different restaurants. You like new restaurants to see if it's as good as people say it is and blah, blah, blah. Are you trying new food fair or are you sticking with what you love like steaks and that sort of thing i mean my whole thing is if i'm going to try a new restaurant i want to try what is best there what, what is suggested like you really so food allergies yeah go ahead well um, if, if it's yeah, a starfish you would try it <laughs> no, no i just want to know starfish i, I don't know what you know. i have definitely I've definitely tried some rather adventurous food. I mean, that's kind of the whole experience of going out to an new restaurant, whether it be in Minneapolis or here in Los Angeles, is trying something new and interesting and, and, and checking it out, um, you know, seeing how it's prepared and, and uh, foods that, you know, I might be allergic to or maybe not, but I'm, I'm usually there for it. I mean, yes, there's obviously, you know, a, a great aged steak or, or, or really good sushi are my go-tos, but even in that realm, I might try something that I maybe haven't had before. So, if one is not going to be adventurous at a new restaurant, what's the point? It's a new restaurant, it's a new experience. Try it, go for it, see how it goes. But a new experience to you is like the decor and the service and the location because you usually get the same thing. When was the last time you had something really interesting that you've never tried before? 
I do. I do. I just, you know, I read the ingredients and see what is, is going to work and then with, with my body. So really, it's not because I'm not adventurous. I definitely have quite the opposite. It's more just, is, am I going to break out from this new thing that I'm not used to? And a lot of the more uh, intriguing, you know, new food uh, options that are out there are fruit-based or have some sort of, you know, mix of, of, of flavors that are, that are a bit more exotic. I'm usually allergic to those, so I usually have to avoid those. But um, I'm all for like a squid ink pasta with uni on top. I mean, I, I will I will dive into that with ease. So, yes, I, I do feel like a new restaurant is primarily the decor, the experience, the theming, the cool factor of the restaurant, but, of course, also the new uh, food experience that one gets to have. In fact, just this afternoon, I had an early dinner um, at an Italian restaurant here in Los Angeles uh, called, called Terra, which is a, a rooftop restaurant at Italy, which is an Italian um, marketplace, if you will. And then on top, they have this wonderful restaurant there that's outside. And we just sat by the bar, which, by the way, was one of those places. We walked in at 5 p.m. The dinner literally starts at 5 p.m. There were maybe, maybe six other people in the restaurant on the rooftop. And we said, hey, we don't have a reservation. Can you see us for two to get, you know, a, just a, a dinner? And she goes, oh, sorry, we aren't taking walk-ins right now, but you can put your name on the list to wait to sit at the bar. And she was so rude. It was one of those classic L.A. moments. She was like, oh, no, 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 we aren't taking walk-ins. <laughs> Do they hire people like that? I mean, do they go looking yes. for people like that? Yes. I feel like there, there's a test you have to pass where it's like, how snooty can you be? And she was so rude about it. And she was just like, oh, no, no, no. And my just is <laughs> empty. It's 5 p.m. No one's in there. If they are, they're at the bar. There's a couple people, you know, who are at like the early bird special. No one is at this restaurant. And apparently she's feigning as if they're just wall-to-wall patch, and she goes, oh, I can take your name for the list. And I'm like, okay, sure. And she says, what's your number? I give her, give her my number, and, of course, my name pops up in the system because I have been to this restaurant many times. She goes, oh, Michael? I go, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, lady. Did you say I mean, yeah? Just, wait, wait, yeah. wait for it. Did you say yeah? Did you? Did, I did you? I, I was nicer than that. I said, oh, my gosh. Yes. You used, talk about, you used to talk about high school friends that would do that here in Minnesota. Come on. Yeah. Really? No, but but I'm just like, it, 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 you know, of course, she realizes my name is in the system, that I, I have spent some money there in the past. So we wait for all of three minutes. And then she comes over. She's like, oh, there's two seats at the bar if you want to sit down. Yeah, I can't get a hold of anyone else. We're like, thanks. You're so <laughs> nice. So we go to the bar and we order all of our food and we have broccolini and uh, tuna and all these amazing dishes. And um, I, I mentioned the story to say that, that, that our, our, our dessert was a, a, a gelato cart. A woman comes over with a, a cart on wheels with an enormous bowl of gelato, like a 12-inch tall pile of gelato, and all the toppings are right oh there. Oh, What toppings do you want? And they scoop it into a bowl for you and put the toppings on fresh, and they hand you this freshly made gelato. It is so delicious. Uh, it, it's just fantastic. And then there's the Italian way of doing it, which is gelato with olive right. oil and I think is it vinegar? Air. No and air I in tried, it. I tried that for the first time with the olive oil um, a few months ago, and that is delicious. So, yeah, I'm down with to try new oil? flavor profiles. Yeah, wow. gelato with olive oil on top. It is really, really wonderful. I, I think a tad bit of salt 
Um, but I tell you, an hour into our bar side <laughs> dinner, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking around. There's still like 20 tables open, and I'm like, oh, you're just you're so busy. You're so busy. Here. You couldn't have had us. Oh, you're just packed wall to wall. Yep. <laughs> 6.30 wow. rolls around. They're still barely anyway. I, I, I kind of made fun of them a little bit. I'm like, come on, people. What are you hey, doing? Hey, did you here? know I, that I'm I coming think... to see you? I, did you know I'm coming to see you, Michael, like in about a week? Because I, you know, I got a phone call that I need to come, you know, like pull your nose down because your nose is all <laughs> up in the air. I'm trying to figure out what happened you know, to my son. Can you go get my son? I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to find if, if there's some sort of YouTube uh, meme or YouTube phrase out there from some movie that says, you know, do you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? And just start playing that during this segment because yeah. that that had a whole lot of that that stuff Ooh, in it. What it happens does, to it, you? What happened? Be, the thing is, these restaurants are so egregiously expensive, and there are when you go to them more than once and you show up at a place and you're dressed the part. Everything fits. Everything matches. Like, for all reason, they should let you in. And then they just, uh, for no reason, pretend as if they can't seat you when clearly they would because you have gone there many times before. You just blame the person at the front desk. They're being L.A. They're being ridiculous. So it's not so much that I have become snooty. It's that the snootiness I'm receiving seems so wildly out of place that I just find it hilarious. And I'm like, but you like, knew that Cali- you knew that L.A. was this way. We talked about it when we moved there. Sure, but remember the sushi point, place not- we used to go to on Ventura? I think it was. Oh, we used to go to this Asinabo. sushi place, Asanabo, yeah. and we thought, oh man, yeah. great sushi, until we found out it wasn't. <laughs> well, I mean, it is really good there. It's just very expensive. Um, oh no, that's I, not I the place. Got- then this place wasn't expensive. It wasn't oh, too we far from where we lived. Dan. Yeah, Sushi, sushi Dan. Dan. Sushi yeah. Dan. Lieutenant Dan bought a sushi joint. Yeah. Wait, wait, time out, time out. There's a place called Sushi Dan. It's sushi, called sushi Dan. Dan. We order it on Postmates all the time. It's like sushi that won't make you sick, but, but isn't great. But it's like just affordable enough where you can order it on Postmates. <laughs> I, I have the sushi dan. I should have stock in that company. It's, it's a chain sushi joint here in LA, and I've ordered a so chain sushi joint. Okay, really? I, I don't know what would be worse: having sushi that makes you sick, or having sushi that isn't good but doesn't make you. sick. I'm like, go, go all the way, man. Either you have great sushi, or you have sushi that makes you go to the porcelain gods. Pocketbook. <laughs> During during the pandemic, it was like, what can we about eat? Your pocketbook? Oh my! Exactly. God. Like, what, where can we order? You know, decent sushi. And and during, during the pandemic, uh, that's not going to make us ill. It was it was sushi day, and that was the spot. Uh, well, the day you, know, you get my, a piece of sushi and it starts moving, tell me about it. You know, some places you can actually order that. Speaking of adventurous food, there are sushi restaurants. Um, a couple here in America and several in Japan where you can order something and it still moves. And if you remember, I went to that super, you you want to talk about snooty, super high-end, ultra-exclusive sushi restaurant on Rodeo Drive. um, You went there. secret door. You went there? Yes. With a secret door. You went there. This was years ago. Joey and I went there. And it only seats 10 people. And the reservation list is like six months long. 
and there's the, 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 there's two waitresses that work there, and they attend to the to the ten people there. There's servers. No it, Do they call them waitresses? Omakase. Well, you're right, servers. Um, it's all it's all omakase. The you know the chef makes whatever he wants, and uh, several of the seats are at the bar, and the chef is in front of you, and he literally is taking the prawn out of the tank, cutting it up in front of you, and it's served to you directly, and it's still kind of moving. By the time you're eating it off your plate, because it's that fresh, and it was flown in from Japan that morning. Um, so, yeah, you can have a sushi that is still moving because it's so fresh. And it was the best sushi I've ever had in my entire life. You know that they have all of that, that prawn just wiggling back there at, you know, Sushi Dan. Sushi Dan, the same thing happens. <laughs> and, you know, they just don't tell you. They don't tell you. They're not going to tell Maybe. you what's up. Yeah. Come Maybe. on, Michael. We we ran into some awful places in L.A., and then we we ran into some really incredible restaurants in L.A. And so, we have amazing wow, here, yeah. yeah, you really do, and it keeps growing. There's more and more and more of them. People have to eat. Yeah, I mean, that's not why they're opening. They're opening to take all of our money because they're all so expensive. Um, but you know wow. what? I I will say. I have gotten to the point. There is one restaurant here that you have been to before where if one of my friends tries to make a reservation online, they're booked. But if I call, they'll let me in. Okay, hold on. Hold on to that story. Hold on, because we have to take a break. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
It is now 1025 here at WCCO. Welcome back. So great to have you join us on a Sunday night. You bring me joy. You absolutely do. So thank you so much for sticking and staying with us. Of course, Jonathan, um, I love working with you, and we've had a great time. And, of course, you've been hearing all these stories over the years from Michael in L.A. about the places where that he goes to eat or what have you. And many times you and I have kind of went, wow, would, you know, would you, years ago I used to say to you, would you go to that place? And would you say now listening about this Italian restaurant and the gelato and all of that, would you say, yes, I would go there for sure. It'd be interesting to try to try the gelato. Um, I, I would be intrigued. I don't, the, the vinegar doesn't sound appealing to me, but I, what is it supposed to do? Make it like more airy and light? The vinegar and the oil. No, it's, it's, it's on top. It's just the, the, the olive oil and, and just a tad bit of, of balsamic vinegar on top, and it really brings out oh, the flavor. Oh, balsamic. Of the okay. Gelato. Balsamic is. It's sweeter, I, yeah. I can. I can I, I've eaten some things with balsamic, and uh, I can see that. Okay. I thought you meant like, <laughs> like, like apple cider and some other type of vinegar <laughs> to just pour it on top. Just get. Would you like some apple cider? Vinegar gelato? Would you like that? No, no, I would not like to burn my insides for dessert. Thank no, you so much. I, I would think the olive oil would be would be intriguing. It's just so so smooth. Um, I would think that would fit in nicely. It, it was delicious. It really Mom, was. you need to come back here. I, I, I want to take you to all these places to try all of these things that are so delicious and amazing. Um, and, you know, and I just want you to experience the, the new places in, in L.A. that are so chic and wonderful. And you, you, you make fun of me sometimes, but I like all these things. But the truth is that you raised me this way. Because you started taking me <laughs> to the coolest restaurants in the Twin Cities since I was very young. And I got very used to it. And I love doing it. I love experiencing all the new food. And you introduced me to sushi. And so, yeah, this is something you love, too. And I love doing this with you when we get to do so either in the Twin Cities or here in Los Angeles. Okay. Well, I know we have to take a break in a minute, Michael, but I, you know, I, I know when we come back from the break after weather and that sort of thing, we're going to talk about the Magic Castle, which you have been a member of for how many years? Since 2004. So since, years. since you moved there. That's right. Oh, my gosh. 18 years and you were seven, no, 18 when we got there. And you mm-hmm. became a member at the age of 18 or 19? 18. I, I, I joined the teen program at 18. And then once you turn 21, you graduate over to, to, the, to the regular adult version of the club. Um, and, yeah, so I've been a part of the Magic Castle since then. And it's been near and dear to my heart ever since. And, of course, there's big news about it um, that is shocking. So I'll tell you that yeah. news and how I found out in the first place, which is pretty fun. All right, we got to take another break, everyone, and we'll come back with some weather and then uh, continue our conversation right here on WCCO. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, yeah. Here's a song that'll uplift you before you have to go to bed. <laughs> I love this song. Welcome back, everyone. Of course, this is the Mom and Michael Hour. My son, Michael Battle, joining us. And, of course, we have to talk about the Magic Castle in Hollywood, California, Michael. Welcome back. Thank you so much. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I'll start if you don't mind. Uh, the Magic Castle, a private club for magicians in Hollywood, initially started in the 60s, as you mentioned before. I was very fortunate to audition as a teenager and got in for stage magic. Uh, it has always been the paradigm of magic craft. Um, every every magician, young magician around the country, if not the world, knows about this place and dreams of being a part of this and performing there at some point in your career because it's the place to be. Um, and it's an old Victorian mansion in, in, in the hills of Hollywood, right behind where the Oscars happened. And uh, it, it was converted over into a club by the Larson brothers who leased out the space from, from the Glover family who actually owned the house itself. To give you a little bit more history, the house was built in the 1920s, um, but was a private private residence for quite some time until the Larson brothers converted it over into this club. You get all dressed up. Men wear suits and ties and dress, uh, dress shoes, ladies and dresses or pantsuits. Uh, very, very, very strict dress code to go in there. You, you eat dinner in the main dining area, and you see magic shows in the various showrooms. Three scheduled shows, the big show, the medium-sized show, and then the close-up magic show. And then there are also impromptu performances happening throughout the castle. It's a very uh, winding, intricate interior of this place. I mean, it's, it's three times larger on the inside than it looks on the outside. So the building itself, in a way, is an illusion. All of that said, as I mentioned earlier, the Larson brothers had a pact, if you will, with the Glover family who owned the property, leasing the property to ha have the Academy of Magical Arts. They owned the, uh, the uh, <coughs> Larson's owned the rights to the Academy of Magical Arts and the Magic Castle name itself, and they ran the, the, the club, but they didn't actually own the property. The huge issue that everyone at the castle has been worried about for the past couple of years and that the board has really been focusing on is that, that, is that the lease, uh, the long-term lease that was set in place by the Glovers and the Larsons was about to come up in a few years. And that piece of property and its very, very large parking lot and also the Magic Castle uh, Hotel, which is attached to the property, is now worth extraordinary amounts of money because it is in a prime corner of Hollywood, as I mentioned. It's by, it's by uh, where the Oscars happen, Hollywood, uh, uh, the main drag of Hollywood, where the main tourist area. You could profit more off of that pro property as a parking structure, as an apartment complex, as you know, it is a very valuable corner. So with the lease coming up, the concern was how is the Academy of Magical Arts, how is the Magic Castle, the club, <clears throat> going to pay uh, the potentially increased lease payments that might happen if once the lease is up and we try to renew. Obviously, those of us who, who are members have to pay dues, um, but even with our due pay dues payments going up, even with the, the uh, decent, decent amount of revenue the castle gets from all of those coming in, uh, eating and drinking, and of course, we invite guests to, to the Magic Castle, and our guests are the main people who are, who are supporting the food and drink there. 
even with all that revenue coming in on this substantially sized business, it wouldn't be enough to sustain a major hit on the lease. I, I could go on and on about the inner details and the politics of uh, and the ideas being floated about how to solve this problem, but we had our annual meeting a few weeks ago, and they were going to announce who the new board was, and that board was then going to have to figure out how to fix this big issue. And there was kind of a, a, a kerfuffle and a, a delay. And then they invited a guy up on stage, on stage named Randy Pitchford. Randy's mm. been a member of the Magic Castle for quite some time. He's the, he's the CEO and co-founder of Gearbox Entertainment, um, which makes PC, PC uh, uh, games. I think, I forget the video game he made that was so famous. We made several famous video games with Gearbox Entertainment. Um, and his... He's a descendant of Cardini, who's a very famous uh, magician in magic history. He's known the Larson family for quite some time, and he is extraordinarily wealthy. And he gets up on stage in what was a rather rambling, uh, non-precise speech, and finally gets to the point, as I am right now, (laughs) (laughs) he bought the magic castle. He bought the he bought ma- magic the castle. Wow. How about that? Thing. And to give you some perspective, the, the numbers on this were not released. I have zero confirmation of how much he actually spent, how much it's worth. I have no details of what this deal was. But with my understanding of L.A. property, all the context I mentioned before of what that is, I can't imagine it sold for anything less than $50 million to give oh you some perspective God. of how much this was. Some, some people say, oh, it would have been 80 to 100 million. Some people say it would have been 30 or 40 million. Either way, it was a massive purchase. And for the first time in the history of the Magic Castle, it is owned outright by one individual. And that one individual is, is a, a member. So, like, the club itself now owns the property. So, there goes that problem. <laughs> There's a new owner in town. He's going to work with the Larsons to keep the club going, to preserve it, to make sure that it stays in Los Angeles, stays in that location, um, that we'll have it for years to come. There are some really ticked off (laughs) people who wanted to buy that building. Oh, by the way, the the new owner is the founder of video game maker Gearbox Entertainment. Gearbox Entertainment, yes. Right. And, And of course, you've been calling the Magic um, Castle uh, the house. And it's a mansion. It's gigantic, uh, as far as I remember. So, is it as big as I remember, Michael? Or no? It's, I mean, not compared to the to the mega mansions in LA. It was huge for the twenties when it was built. It was quite the the property back then. Um, and yes, it, it can hold a decent amount of people. But because of the way it's structured inside, and because of all the winding pathways and secret passageways, right. it never feels really, really large. It always feels like a very intimate space, even it though it, it has a significant square footage. By it's like way, three, isn't it? Three. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, John. I, I was going to. Uh, you were talking about some of the games that Gearbox Entertainment has made. A couple of them that people might know by name, if, especially if you're gamers. One of the originals, Duke Nukem, uh, back in yeah. the 90s. Um, Half-Life, which was a huge, huge game in the late 90s, early 2000s. I remember that when I was in college. That was a huge, huge game title. Also, they did a 007 title. They did a Tony Hawk skating game. Uh, Borderlands, which has become a pretty pretty decent title. So they've done some, really big, yeah. some pretty big names. Yes, and all that success over all those years uh, 
with Randy Pitchford and his partners has allowed him the resources um, and uh, to to do this, to do the thing that, frankly, I had always dreamed of doing. I'll just put that out there. I had always thought, man, how cool would that be if I could be so successful that one day I just bought the whole thing. When I first heard wind of this uh, of this challenge of them saying, hey, you know, how are we going to sustain this place in the future? I thought, oh, that'd be so cool to win the lottery and just buy the whole thing. But he beat me to it <laughs> because he has the money now and he made it happen. So uh, we'll see how this all pans out. But, you know, for now, this is great, great news. It preserves the castle. As I mentioned, it saves the Magic Castle. It removes this enormous, enormous challenge and pain point from our our, our proceedings there, uh, and again, it preserves one of uh, one of my favorite places in Los Angeles. And Michael, here's the thing: one thing I remember very clearly when we were living out there, and even the years I've been there to visit, um, I've been to the Magic Castle many times, and I am just blown away at how few of the magicians um, are people of color. Um, what was the woman's name, um, young woman, um, when you were there in the junior? She was also in the junior. She did the yo-yos and that sort of thing. Um, she was Eagle, amazing. Yes. Ferris, and how is she? I know she was in college. I don't know where she is today, but is she still doing yeah. magic? Uh, I don't think she does magic that much. You know, she became a lawyer. Actually, she went to law school. She got married. I think she may have had her first child. So, um, But she was fantastic. And, yeah, there weren't that. that she was. There are more now. Thankfully, there are more people of color. There are more women um, who who are part of the Magic Castle. There are younger people who are getting interested in this and who are uh, diversifying that world. Um, And the Magic Castle has had some challenges. I've I've spoken to that here before with you. Um, During the pandemic, there were some scathing articles that came out about uh, the the, the sexism and racism that have uh, happened at the Magic Castle that have been covered up at the Magic Castle. But they've done a really, really... for decades, and the, but they've done a good job since then of writing uh, their way. They, they fired the old GM. They have a new GM now. He's fantastic. I just was speaking to him over the weekend. Um, they're really trying to become the, the magic house of the future. And, of course, now that they have a permanent home, I, I'm, I'm all the more encouraged that they can build a place that is welcoming to everyone uh, here in Hollywood. Would you say that the most notable African-American magician um, that was often at the Magic Castle was Goldfinger, Jack Goldfinger? Absolutely. Goldfinger and Dove, they are a famous act who, you know, really hit the scene in the 60s and 70s. And as you mentioned, Jack Goldfinger, uh, it, it, uh, he and his wife, you know, Dove. But, yes, he was one of the uh, first African-American magicians to become famous on television. There were... African-American magicians who uh, had some prominence uh, in the early vaudeville scene, of course, they only play certain theaters in the country, but I don't want to discount the history of black magicians in America. But in terms of uh, uh, more modern magic on television and using that that, that medium to uh, become more of a household name, Jack Goldfinger, is it? Yes, he's the guy. He's the person I had seen on World's Greatest Magic in the 90s. He's the person I had read about in magic books as a kid, a person I was so excited to meet when I got here. And currently, he doesn't perform that often anymore, but he is in charge of the of the magic bookings at the Magic Castle. So any performer you see there, he was in charge of booking them and, and, and acquiring you know, the best performers in the world to come perform there. So he's still involved every day at the Magic Castle, and he is beloved uh, in, in, in our community. 
All right, Michael, we have to take a break. We have a few more minutes to uh, expound on what we believe and see and think about. And I want to hear about what you are thinking about today. Literally, what are you looking forward to? And so we'll come back in just a moment to address that question. It is now 1051 here at WCCO. My goodness, how we've had such a great time tonight. Uh, Our guests have done a great job, and I'm so excited to have my son back on. I know sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. Most times he's there, and I'm so appreciative of it. Okay, Michael, that last question for tonight, and we only have a few minutes. What are you looking forward to? Oh, I'm just looking forward to this summer. I mean, I think what young people used to say, like hot girl summer, hot boy summer, meaning that you're going to have a summer is so fabulous. You're going to be out doing the great thing, showing off your summer body, partying. And that was very much what was happening leading into COVID hitting, and then it canceled all of that. And then we kept trying to have that, you know, 2021. We were like, hot girl summer, we're going to be out there doing this. And then I was like, no, things aren't really open in L.A. So as I've been mentioning week over week, the, 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 the vibe here in L.A., is just like maybe this time, <laughs> maybe 2022 will be the return of Hot Boy Summer, Hot Girl Summer. We're going to be out here, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to community again and being out and meeting people. I was just at um, lunch uh, on Saturday, and I met, like, uh, there was two older women. Uh, and Well, two, two women were in, like, their 50s, and two others were in their late 70s. And I was there with Joey, and they just fell in love with us, and just random people. And we were hanging out, learning about them and their kids and their lives and having lunch and ordering drinks in the middle of the day on a Saturday at a store in Beverly Hills. I miss that part where people are just so excited to, to reconnect, and, and not in a, a pretentious L.A. way and talk about what do you do or what are you wearing. Really talk about your past, your family, what you love, uh, what, how you're feeling today. That's been lost in this city for so long and that it is coming back this strong and this widespread. I am just looking forward to more of that all summer long. And that's amazing because so many people are talking about just that. Um, and I, I agree. I think the country, if not the world, has found a different place. You know, that whole, you know, acting like you're so hoity-toity and, you know, oh, I know so much more and I look better and I have so much more money. It just doesn't have a place in COVID time. Um, and I'm I mean, sure tell, it's still, tell, tell it's still the out there. At the restaurant, please. <laughs> <laughs> She's the only one in LA. You haven't got on the. Oh, come on. Do I you, you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know. We're out here trying to be, you know, lovely and loving. And she's like, no, no, we're busy. We could we're, we're, we're full. We're, we're so full. full. And 20 tables open. That's so. You should have said, open. you should have asked for the manager because she wasn't the manager. I didn't need to because I was in the system. That spoke volume. <laughs> Yeah, but she still didn't put you at a table. She still didn't put you at a table. That's a problem. She didn't, but that's right. That's okay, because now I'm further in the system. So next time, I'll, 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 you know, ask for someone else. But you know what? I was there to have fun and to eat and to meet people. And you did. And that's what we did. That's what we did. That's what you did. Now, Michael, I will ask um, or say this to remind you that many of us say, oh, I can't wait for June to get here, Right. Because June is mm-hmm. the hot month. You know, it's just going to be warm and beautiful and sunshiny and oh my goodness. However, the summer solstice actually actually happens in June, June 21st. And that's when the clock gets shorter. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I have to remind people of that because so many people want it to come so bad. It's almost as though May gets ignored, right? It's like, oh, hurry up, May. Just move on. We're trying to get to June. But June 21st, that's when all of a sudden the sun um, doesn't set so late anymore. And, And before you know it, it'll be September, October, and all of a sudden the sun is setting at 5.30 or 6 o'clock. So I'm just reminding people, you talk about you want to get to June, just remind you that, that all of a sudden the days get shorter on June 21st and go forward. Well, Mom, I wasn't going to say it, but I'll say it now. It was 85 degrees today, so we are out there during oh. the summer right now. <laughs> 85, it's happening sunny, right now. It was sunny. 85. Geraldine, that's what you oh. get for being a buzzkill. You're a buzzkill oh. right now. Buzz Shut kill. up, Jonathan. Yes, Shut up. That's true. She was like, don't be happy too long because the winter's around the corner. No, the reason I had to say it tonight, Michael, because I thought about it this morning and I was like, oh, my God, Geraldine, stop trying to get to June. Get to today. Get to this moment. This moment. That's right. And make it as great as it can be. There you go. This moment, get to L.A. because that's where it's warm. It's summer right now. I don't care what day it is. Get to 70. Get to 70. Yeah. My birthday is coming up, Jonathan. I'm, I've been trying to get there on my birthday, and then no, more things happen, more things happen. But, Michael, I'm coming sometime in June, okay? I love it. I can't wait to see you, and I love you. I love you too, son. Tell Joey I love him too. I will. Thank you all, and good night. Take care of you, okay? Take care of you. Jonathan, thank you. Thank you so much. Good night. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.